0: are listening to the daily roundup here as part of the reality steve podcast i'm your host reality steve thank you all for tuning in a good show for you today very quick 20 minutes for you i've got some stuff to talk about in today's column then i've got some corrections to make from yesterday we've got some pop culture news a very sad death in the world of entertainment and then i promise i'm gonna get to my sports take at the end of this thing because i really love it Anyway, we will get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com realitysteve135 and use code realitysteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay, so today on the website, realitysteve.com is a story about Nate Mitchell. And if you saw me tease it last night, I'm not going to go over any of the details because this is a story that I can't, you cannot get the full grasp of just by listening to me verbalize it. You have to go read this on the site today because it is long and it is detailed. The bottom line is this, you know, for the last year, year plus, I have decided that I am staying out of the business to where someone comes to me and says, I've got dirt on this contestant. And I have started to venture down that road with some people, but then ultimately all of them have basically said, I don't want my name attached to it. And I said, that's fine, but I'm not going to be the middle person anymore. And I'm not going to do this unless somebody wants to attach their name to it. Then I will give them the platform. And what happened was this back in March on the 23rd, I got a DM. You're going to see that DM. I tweeted it out last night, but you'll see it again today in the column. From somebody who said, hey, I know somebody who dated Nate Mitchell, not a good guy. I said, okay, I get this every season. I got that 10 times this season, about 10 different contestants this season. But I just, some I follow up on. I'm like, okay, just give me the scoop. What's the what's the gist of it? And then if they tell me, it's just like, okay, another guy who had sex with someone the night before he left for filming. It's like, that's not even a story anymore because all these guys do. not Well, not all of them, but you know what I'm saying. It's not a big deal anymore if a guy's a player or he just cheats, or whatever. It just, it it isn't. It sucks, and it's horrible behavior, but production isn't going to find that during a background check. They're just not. So, anyway, got this DM about Nate, okay. And then as they started telling me the story, I didn't even believe it. I'm like, there's no way. And the biggest thing was that Nate never told this girl that he dated for a year and a half that he had a daughter, I'm like, come on! That doesn't make it. There's no way this girl had to have been a booty call. She had to have been just a side piece. There's no way that it was serious. She's like, well, it's. It, she goes, I know her. It, it definitely was serious. I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't necessarily know what's going on here, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Then, obviously, we know Nate makes it pretty far, even though he gets eliminated next week. And. She, this girl who was on and off with Nate for a year and a half, puts out a TikTok after the second episode, which was Nate's first one-on-one, and that's where she found out that Nate had a child, and she had known him and dated him for a year and a half. And still, I was like, this doesn't something isn't adding up here. There's just no way. How do you date somebody for a year and a half and not know they have a child? Not talking about he never introduced his child, because we could fully understand that. Everyone's got their own discretion who has a child who dates on when to introduce the child to someone new that they're dating. Everybody's got a different timeline. Some people do it on the second date. Some people wait six months. Like I would never fault the guy for that. But you have a daughter at the time five-year-old daughter and you don't even tell somebody you're dating that you have one like what the hell is up with that especially when we see on that first episode two when he gets the one-on-one date he had no problem on national television telling somebody he barely knew on a first date i have a daughter and i'm girl dad this and girl dad that so okay so the bottom line is i listened to her story and over the last three weeks i've been literally having numerous phone conversations with her, gathering all the information I can. And I said, look, her name is Kelsey. She's not going to, there's 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 no, there's nothing hidden here. You, when you go and, and this will be posted at about 10 a.m. Eastern time, you will see there's nothing to be hidden here. There's not going to be any shadow of a doubt what was going on in this relationship. Because when I said to Kelsey, I said, Kelsey, I'll do the story. But you have to put your name behind it. And you're going to have to send me some pictures. I need some proof of this. And I thought she was going to send me, I don't know, three, four, five pictures and be like, hey, because you know, this is Nate and I you know, hanging out. Here's us on a date or whatever. And then at that point, I was probably still going to be like, okay, this just isn't, I, I don't know what to do with this. It's not big enough. So when she sent me what she had, it wasn't three, four, or five pictures. She sent me a Google Drive with 38 pictures in it. And a timeline from the day they met until the day it ended. And I'm just like, oh, okay. This is now this guy is just lying out of his ass on the show because this is ridiculous. Come to find out, after she sent me that timeline, within that timeline, another girl is in the picture and you will see my conversation with her because rather than transcribe it, I just screenshot the whole conversation. I asked her, can I use this? She said yes. It's all there. It's very complicated to hear it verbally right now, but trust me, it is laid out in a timeline form because all I did was basically cut and paste Kelsey's timeline that she sent me. That's all I did. I don't really add a lot of edit. There's really not a lot of editorial in there. It's, here's the timeline. You tell me if you think Nate is handling himself like he should, is handling himself like he's coming across on this golden edit he's getting on the show. And that's for you to decide. I, I I know what I decided on it. But again, as I said on Dave Neal's uh, postgame show last night, you know, did he commit a crime? No. Did he physically hurt somebody? No. But if that's the, if that's the standard that we're setting, oh, well, he, Steve, he didn't commit a crime. Why are you sharing the story? So I can only share stories about people that commit a crime? Not to mention, Kelsey wants it out there. Kelsey is hurt. She is confused. She has no interest in getting back with Nate for a guy that played her for a year and a half. But it's a relevant story. And I'm giving Kelsey the platform to share it. And you make your own decision. It'll be up in an hour. There's a lot there. I You're going to be reading it going, Jesus, when is this going to end? Uh, we get the point. I'm just saying, like, Considering my past stories that I've done where I did not vet out correctly, this one, I said, Kelsey, give me what you got and tell me the timeline of your whole relationship and include pictures and any sort of text messages or anything that I can include. And boy, did she follow through. And then within that, like I said, another girl pops up and this was a Tinder girl he met out of town and he had no problem telling her he had a daughter. The whole thing is just confusing to me. If anything, the whole moral of this is I'm confused on why Nate would keep this from somebody that he was that close to. What are you trying to hide here? We know you have a daughter. You've made it perfectly clear on this show. The whole thing is mind boggling to me, but it also kind of shows a different side and she was done wrong. Both of these women were done wrong by Nate. They have a right to share their side and I'm letting them share their side. But, Like I said, I was not going to do this if they did not put their name behind it and put their face behind it and say, this is what happened. And I need a detailed outline of what the relationship was. And they both did it. So you're going to see that uh, about 10 a.m. Eastern time. Did I say nine Eastern before? Sorry. 10 a.m. Eastern time, nine central, eight mountain, seven Pacific. It'll be up on my site. And it is just like I said a copy and paste job of everything that Kelsey sent me about their relationship. And you're going to be like, Whoa, <laughs> this is way more than I expected, which is trust me. I was just as surprised as you. I was surprised at how much was there and how much just scheming there was going on. Decide for yourselves. Once it's up, I want to make one correction in regards to last night. It's not no last night yesterday. And that is, um, I talked about the the finale and when that stuff is going to air. ABC hasn't released their schedule. I'm sitting here telling you that Monday Night Football starts September 5th. I'm like, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for NFL opening weekend from the 8th to the 12th. Yet I'm sitting here telling you <laughs> and at, at first Monday Night Football game is the 5th. No. First Monday Night Football game is Monday, September 12th. That's Broncos at Seahawks. That's going to be on ABC. So bachelorette can't air that night the very next week they have a doubleheader one of those games is going to be on abc so it can't air monday night the 19th and we know that paradise starts on the 27th so either the bachelorette is going to end their season all their episodes on monday the 5th and 6th which is labor day i don't think they would end it on a labor day or they're going to go on tuesdays the 13th and the 20th but they haven't released their schedule yet i just wanted to correct that because yesterday I was saying the 5th and the 19th. It's the 12th and the 19th. Some pop culture news. I'm sure you saw it over the weekend or a couple days ago. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson have broken up after I believe eight, nine months together. I, I, I can't, I know a lot of people are just like, oh my God, I love them together. I can't believe they broke Really? You can't believe that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson broke up? Every woman he's been with. Ariana Grande. Kate Beckinsale. I know I'm missing somebody else. Like, he doesn't last. It's just, he's, he gets in very high-profile relationships and it doesn't last. Why would anybody be remotely surprised that he couldn't last with Kim Kardashian? Now, I'll say this. It's probably not easy dating Kim Kardashian. I get it. But, Not just for the Kardashian aspect of it, you got to deal with crazy Kanye. I mean, just yesterday, Kanye puts out a mock New York Times headline on his Instagram, Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. Like, this is a guy that's going to constantly be in your life if you date Kim Kardashian. And more than likely, all he's going to do is insult you and put you down and never accept you as his ex-wife's new girlfriend and or husband. It's just never going to happen. You really think Kanye is going to be like, love Kim's new guy. He just seems like an absolute troublemaker and doesn't like anybody. And yeah, he's got four kids with her and anybody that comes into Kim's life is going to meet her kids. And I'm sure he's got some sort of protection over them, but he just seems like a handful to deal with. I just don't know who's going to have the ability to put up with him. I think Kim would be fine to date. It's him and dealing with that mess. From the time that Pete Davidson started being with Kim Kardashian, all we heard was, you know, Kanye taking shots at him. It's like, after a while, that's just going to get old. And you're going to be like, look, and I don't know who broke up with who. I don't care. I'm not surprised that they didn't make it. I don't know why anybody would be surprised that they didn't make it, but plenty of people are. And I just don't get it because dealing with Kanye is a headache. Another breakup, Tyler Cameron and Paige Lorenz. I, they just announced they were a couple like two or three weeks ago and now they broke up. Now that's also turned into, Oh my God, Tyler is single. The bachelor starts filming next month. Do you think Tyler will be the bachelor? Look, this show should back up the Brinks truck to make Tyler Cameron their bachelor just because of popularity. He's got the most followers in the history of any contestant in the history of the show. So it makes the most sense. It doesn't make sense for Tyler to do it. And I don't think in a million years, at least this season, he wouldn't do it. He's too popular for the show. He doesn't need this show to date. Why would he do it outside of money? And then it would become if he did take it, nobody would really buy the fact that Tyler Cameron wants to date somebody that a casting producer casts. He doesn't need to guys dated Gigi Hadid and Paige Lorenz post filming. And then uh, that uh, name Camilla. I can't I can't remember her name. Camilla something. This guy has no problem getting women. Okay, like he doesn't need this show. Would it be great for the franchise? Sure. Because I think he's just so popular among the fan base that people would watch, but he doesn't need it. So if you're asking me, do I think Tyler's going to be the next Bachelor? No, but is he always an option as long as he's single? I mean, I guess, but if I'm Tyler, I say I'm not doing this for less than a million bucks and I don't think the show is going to throw a million dollars at somebody to be the lead. I really don't. Um, Sad news in the world of pop culture. I'm sure you saw it yesterday. Olivia Newton-John died from complications due to breast cancer at the age of 73, 74, and I'm sure you've heard a lot of people say this, and I'm just going to jump on that gravy train because I'm one of them. Young me, born in 1975, before I hit my Alyssa Milano stage of her on Who's the Boss, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt stage shortly after that, when I was in, you know, end of high school, beginning of college. If there was one woman that stuck in my mind as a little boy that was like, oh, women are attractive and I really like her, first one ever, Olivia Newton-John. And I think that's the way for you. Ask most people my age, they'd probably say Olivia Newton-John. And it all started with her getting sexed up at the end of Grease and wearing the tight black pants and, you know, the top that showed her shoulders and... I mean, that just for whatever I was at the at that age, What that would that movie come out in 79, 80? You know, I started watching it a lot when it was on cable all the time and probably 80 or 81, five or six year old me seeing a, a woman like that. I was like, wow. Hubba hubba or whatever we said back in those days. But man, you know, it really sucks. Um, Sandra D gone at the age of 73, 74, you can't describe to people, you just can't, how important she was to somebody my age back in the late 70s, early 80s. She was it. She was the it girl. And man, just sucked to see that story yesterday. Real quickly on Big Brother, like I've told you all season, haven't been following the live feeds at all. But yet, yesterday, just scrolling my Instagram, and you know how Instagram recommends these sites to follow? What site do I follow? What site pops up when I'm just scrolling down about sites to follow? Oh, BB spoilers and a giant picture of who won Power of Veto. Now, I'm not going to say who did, for those of you that don't want to be spoiled as well. But yeah, I got spoiled yesterday on who won Power of Veto just by scrolling my Instagram. Damn it. Piss me off. I don't know what they did with power of veto, but I saw who won. Man, hated that. I just why can't we? I mean, Instagram. We're everyone's frustrated with Instagram because their algorithm sucks now. So I'm jumping on that train as well. It does suck. Why did you? Why did you have me recommend a site to me called BB Spoilers? And the picture they use is the person who won power of veto. One of the two, obviously teams won power of veto, but gosh, that really sucked. Anyway, I want to end it with this. For those that know, I've said it numerous times over the years, depending how long you've been following me, the Dodgers and the Lakers are the two teams that I openly root for. Grew up in Southern California The 1988 Dodger team, I know pretty much like the back of my hand. I could answer the most ridiculous trivia questions about that team. I could probably give you their starting lineup at the Game 5 clincher in Oakland. I I know things about that team that no normal human should. And I've just always been a Dodger fan. And as we know, the Dodgers have been dominating the National League for the last, I think, eight years. They've won seven of the last... NL West titles, the one they didn't win was last year, and they lost by one game because they won 104, and I think in San Francisco won 105. They lost out by a game. It was, um. so right now, in case you haven't been paying attention, the Los Angeles Dodgers are boat racing all of baseball for the best record. I don't know if you know this, and you know me, love numbers, love stats, so I love being able to feed you info like this. Listen to these numbers on the Dodgers. They are 15 and 3 since the All-Star break. They are 75 and 33 overall. Through 108 games, they are 42 games over 500. 15 and 3 since the All-Star break. They lost 4 in a row back in May from May 11th to May 14th and then went 13 and 2. Then they had a streak of losing 6 of 8 games between June 4th and June 12th and they've gone 38 and 10 since then including they are thirty and five in their last thirty five games. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. If the Dodgers, they have they're so they're um seventy five and thirty three. They played one hundred and eight games. There's one hundred and sixty two in the season. That means fifty four left. If they go twenty seven and twenty seven the rest of the way. They play 500 baseball for the rest of the season, even though they've only lost 33 games in their first 108 games. Let's just say they go 27 and 27 over the last 54 games. They're still going to finish the season with 102 wins. They'd be 102 and 60. <laughs> just, they're going to win 112, 115 games this year. It's unreal. And you know what? None of it is going to matter unless they win the World Series as great as they've been and as dominant as they've been in the National League for the last eight years, they won one title. And you know what title that was? The COVID year, a 60-game season. I'm not going to take it away from them. I'm a Dodger fan. But even I can objectively look at that and say, you got to give me a full-season World Series title. You can't keep winning the NL West and dominating the NL and have one World Series title in eight years, and that happened to be the COVID year that it was a 60-game season. Before that, 1988, their last World Series title. So as much as I'm absolutely loving this Dodger season and this Dodger team and that top of the lineup of Betts, Freeman, and and Turner, I'm sorry. If they don't win it all, it's just who gives a shit? These numbers that I just threw out at you, really. Who really gives a shit? They've got to win it all this year. If they don't, it's just going to be another, ugh. And I tell you what, right now, I'm scared of the Mets. I don't care what the Padres did. They've proven they can dominate the Padres. But when you can throw DeGrom and Scherzer at the at the Dodgers four games in a seven-game series, four times you can throw those two in a seven-game series, that scares the bejesus out of me. So we'll see what happens. But let's go, Dodgers. I don't care about all these numbers you're putting up in the regular season. You better win it all. Thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, in about an hour, 10 a.m. Eastern time, on my website today will be the full story of Nate Mitchell and Kelsey who came forward to me and wanted to speak out about what she went through with Nate. So look for that on realitysteve.com coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And we're back tomorrow with some more big news. So thank you for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. See you.